big news in my world, people. I'm famous now. I don't know if you heard, but I'm very, very famous. I looked up the 12 leading causes of death in the United States just because I wanted to see if Joe Rogan's so goddamn dangerous, maybe he's on this list. Am I having a breakdown here? I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. Hey, what's going on with you? It's your old pal Joe here checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday, people. How's it going? How was your weekend? How you doing? I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. Hey, this podcast is brought to you by Top Shelf Grind Coffee. Go get you some goddamn coffee, will you? All right? (laughs) Top Shelf Grind Coffee. It's a lifestyle coffee brand designed around excellence. They offer the best coffee in the world for the highest achievers because you don't want to wake up in the morning and say, I don't want to be average. So be above average. There's a link in the description of this podcast. You can get some top shelf grind coffee. It's great. It'll take you to Amazon. Use the promo code 10JoeKelly and you'll get 10% off your order. And they got all the roaster in, people. My favorite is the mushroom, the dark roast mushroom coffee made with lion's mane mushrooms. All right? Increases uh, your ability to focus. Increases your ability to think clearly. Give that one a try. Also, for all you big fat slobs out there, all right, there's <laughs> they got a weight loss, they got a weight loss coffee on there too, which is great. They sent me that one, and uh, I've been drinking it all week. Very good coffee. Also, it's made with something called Suppressa, which apparently is an appetite suppressant. And uh, hey, it's been working. You know what I mean? I usually uh, usually get the yum-yums going around 2, 3 in the afternoon. I get a little bit hungry, but uh, been drinking that coffee that week, and it's been setting me straight until like 4.35, you know what I mean? So uh, give it a try, all right? I didn't mean to call you a big fatty. You don't have to be a big fatty to drink it either, but it is, it's called weight loss coffee, so, you know, it's it, if, also it just tastes good, okay? You don't have to be obese or anything to drink it you can just enjoy coffee okay i didn't mean to insult you i don't think you're supposed to do that when you're reading ads for the sponsors of your podcast so my apologies to uh anybody who was offended by that all right but anyway click the link in the in the description of the podcast go get you some coffee people promo code one zero J O E K E L L E Y. They'll get you ten percent off coffee. All right, people. Hey, got some shows uh, coming up. I'll be in Panama City this uh, Friday, February eleventh at what is it called? Fucking Q's something Q's. God damn it, Bruising Q's. I believe that's what it's called. And then I'll be uh, in Tuscaloosa the following Friday, the eighteenth, somewhere. I can't fucking remember. Go to joekellycomedy.com to get the venues. I can never remember the venue. I write the things on my calendar that I'm looking at right now, but I always forget the fucking venue. You know what I mean? But thank God for websites. And uh, so go there, joekellycomedy.com, and you can see where I'll be. Hey, how was your weekend, everybody? What did you get into? Big, crazy times all around the world. You know what I mean? I went, uh, I went and saw the new jackass, ladies and gentlemen. I went to the theater for the first time in a very long time. I went by myself, went to a matinee on Friday. I went to one th- the one thirty showing in the afternoon, you know, because I figure if I'm going to spend 
$8 on a movie, I better be able to jack off while I'm watching that movie. And if there's less people there, I'm doing it either way. I'm not going to not do it. You know, spend all that money to go to somewhere. And I'm not going to not jack off if I spend more than $10 to go somewhere. And the ticket was eight, but I bought popcorn and a soda just so I could, I could justify beating off in the back row. <laughs> I just figured it'd be a better time to go because there's less people. There's like eight people there. Maybe a movie like that would be better to see with a lot of people laughing, looking back at it. But, uh, you know, hey, if you liked the the television show and the previous movies, you might like this. <laughs> There's something about just like, I don't know, the spark is gone. I'll say that of the of the whole Jackass franchise. For me, it was, you know, watching that movie. It was fine. It was fun. It was quasi-nostalgic. You know, it was like, oh, they're doing things that I remember used to be fun. You know what I mean? Like when they did them before, it was fun. But now it's just kind of like old dudes. It seemed like a last hurrah, you know. Nothing too memorable, I don't think. I think the if you haven't seen it, it's a lot of balls, a lot of male genitalia, a lot of wieners, and a lot of balls. And they're all like pushing 50, you know what I mean? So it's just like 40-year-old, 40-year-old naked naked dudes having fun, making a couple few million dollars, you know. That's all it was. (laughs) The opening sequence is a fucking, it's just a penis. Just a giant penis on a screen, you know, which I expect no less. I expect no less, but, you know, compared to what it was, not the same. The best thing that happened was Johnny Knoxville got knocked out by a bull, which I think he always had wanted to do. You know, I don't think one ever got him good enough. So he had to do it one more time where he wanted to get ran over by a fucking bull. And I think he finally, after however long it's been for that franchise, 20 fucking years or whatever, probably more than that now, right? When did that show come out? 99, 2000? So 20 years. It took him 20 years to get the proper fucking bull thrashing that he always wanted. So God bless him. But yeah, pretty not great. (laughs) Not great to see a bunch of old dudes naked. You know, that's kind of what that movie was. But, uh, you know, go see it. Go watch it. Go have fun. I suggest going alone in the afternoon so no one's bugging you, you know. I don't think it's a, is it a date night movie? I don't know. I don't know. It probably depends if you're a old gay guy or not, you know? <laughs> even if like, even if like you're a young gay guy and you want to see a bunch of 40, if you're okay with seeing 40 year old dudes like naked and that's something you desire, like that's not those people, the bodies you see in that movie are not going to be the ones that you're fucking... <laughs> that you're looking for you know (laughs) hilarious fantastic oh that's all i did that's all i did with my week you know did a lot of nothing a lot of nothing a lot of hanging out working and that's it people did a podcast with my buddy monty it's not going to come out the audio is all fucked up but i just want to let you know y'all missed out on a doozy we'll get it back together but uh what did happen hey big Big news in my world, people. 
I'm famous now. I don't know if you heard, but I'm very, very famous. You know, I got, I blew up last week. What can I say? It's been nice knowing you. I appreciate you guys being around and supporting me during my dark days. But I'm blowing the fuck up and y'all can suck my dick, all right? (laughs) Big things coming my way. You know what I mean? Huge things coming my way. I got mentioned on a very popular podcast last week. So I'm just waiting for the checks to start coming in, you know? And then I'm going to start stepping on all you little people's heads as I climb my way to the top, you know? (laughs) That's what's going to happen. So I'm just letting you guys know, but I'm about to become a major fucking prick. Everything I've ever said on this podcast that you thought was true, I'm going to fucking say the complete opposite. (laughs) Because I'm about to be getting some fat checks, you know. My buddy sent me a clip. There's a a comedian fella. You may have heard of him. Theo Vaughn, right? He has a podcast called uh, This Past Weekend, I believe. My buddy sent me a clip of him on the podcast of uh, telling a story of a time where he was in Huntsville and uh, had to borrow the opener's pants to do comedy because he forgot his pants. And the opener happened to live in a van. And wouldn't you by God know it, that opener was me, you know? He didn't say my name or anything because <laughs> I I doubt he remembers. But I'm I'm always, I'll be the guy who lived in a van and let him borrow his pants, you know? Which I've never, I've never had to, that's the only person I've ever let borrow my pants. And uh, it was my only pair of pants at the time. I can't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast or not, but who cares? Who cares? Now it's fucking, now it's relevant, you know? Now it's mainstream. I'm getting talked about by famous people. But at that time, it was the only pair of pants I had. Do you understand? So it wasn't like I went, to my van and got like an extra pair of pants and we're like here you go you know i had to give him my my show pants i did have an extra pair of pants but they were old you understand i had one pair of jeans that i wore (laughs) that might sound bad (laughs) when i was living in my van i only had like one pair of good jeans you know but i had a couple old backups just in case anything ever happened to my good ones and i was in a bind and needed some old musty pants that I think I probably had I may have found at my mom's house or some shit like that like they were old you know what I mean so we're in Huntsville this is my second this was just after I came back from uh, Seattle people all right still living in my van and uh, my second time in Huntsville I believe my second time working a weekend there and we're doing a Thursday Friday Saturday I believe and Thursday, Theo shows up. He's headlining the whole weekend, you know what I mean? Or he's doing, I think he's at least doing five shows. Funny Mane was there too. Jermaine Funny Mane. You know, you guys know about him? You should look him up. Bro, that guy. There's another story about that too. That was a fucking wonky ass weekend now that I'm thinking about it. But Theo shows up to do the whole weekend and he just has like three quarter sweatpants on. And he didn't bring, didn't bring any pants. No jeans, nothing else. He just came in his sweatpants. I believe he had a suitcase, but I don't know what was in it. I got no idea. It certainly wasn't a pair of pants, you know. And uh, the feature, Dom, he's a little bit shorter guy, you know. So his pants wouldn't fit. And 
Theo and I are about, I'm big as fuck, dude. I'm jacked. So Theo's a little pipsqueak in my book, but <laughs> we're like the same length. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I go, I'm like, well, I need to wear these while I'm doing my set, but I can give you these when I'm done with my set and I can put on these old jeans when I bring you up. And he's like, he tries on my pants. They fit, you know? So I go, I do my set. I bring up Dom for the feature spot. I go out to my van. I get my other pants. Take those, my good pants off. Put my old pants on. Give the good pants to Theo. They seem to fit well enough, you know? They look good on him. Not as good as they looked on me. I'll tell you that much right now. It's probably tough going up in those jeans after I was up there looking so goddamn delicious. You know what I mean? But he did it. He had a great set. And then he gave me my pants back at some point in time in the night. And then the next day he went and bought pants. That's the big story. I still haven't figured out how you do a whole weekend of shows and don't even think to bring a pair of pants. But, you know, in hindsight, when I was up in Nashville last year, I was going up for like a week and I did not bring any shirts. So full circle, you know, I had them ready to go. I just forgot to pack them. That's the big story is that guy wore my pants and he was talking about it on a podcast and then somebody sent me a clip and then other people were like, hey, when he was talking about that, I thought he was talking about you. And it's like, yeah, he was. He was. So where's the money, people? Where's the fucking cheese? That's what I want. I want some fucking stinky cheese, people. I don't want your likes. I want your fucking money. I want your soul. Do you understand? <laughs> I want a $100 million Spotify deal. (laughs) I definitely would be able to deal with that shit. Good Lord. Good Lord. Do we talk about Joe Rogan, people? It's it. Listen, you might be tired of hearing about the Joe Rogan saga, but I am certainly not. This is the most fascinating thing that's happened in two years in my book, you know? And also, I'm in the comedy business. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm a business guy. So, uh, it does, it, it, it's the world that I live in, you know. They keep coming for our boy Joe Rogan, people. They keep coming for him. And by God, he's got a whole army of people behind him saying, you're not going to take Rogan from us, you know. It's fascinating. <laughs> they, kept, they keep trying to get him for the COVID stuff. And they're like, that ain't going to work. So now it's like Joe Rogan said the N-word a whole bunch. Did you all see that? Did you see the compilation of Joe Rogan spewing hatred out of his mouth? You know, did you see the dangerous man out there ruining lives? Did you see it, people? My God. Listen. (laughs) There's one thing I can't stand. It's a racist, all right? And by God, Joe Rogan is the biggest racist I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) I don't know. It's It's just fucking, it's so goddamn strange, you know? Why all of a sudden, you know? Why the, why all of a sudden is Joe Rogan public enemy number one to these fucking, I don't know, these media people? They're just trying, they keep trying to take him down, and I don't understand. Here's the thing. They keep trying to say that uh, Joe Rogan is a dangerous man, right? That's, uh, that's the big thing, because he's spewing misinformation. He's racist, so he's a very, very dangerous human being, you know? 
So you got to take away his podcast. You can't let him keep talking how he's been talking. That's the argument, right? That's what they're trying to do. Because he's saying wild shit, doing wild shit, causing destruction to the fabric of America, right? Very dangerous person, okay? So, since that seems to be the, the, the narrative for the most part, is that Joe Rogan is a dangerous person and a menace to society, I looked up uh, the 12 leading causes of death in the United States just because I wanted to see if Joe Rogan's so goddamn dangerous, maybe he's on this list. <laughs> Wouldn't you think if someone's spreading misinformation, dangerous misinformation, causing hospitalizations, being racist, you think he'd be on this list. So I pulled it up, and it turns out the number one cause of death in America is not Joe Rogan. It is heart disease, okay? Heart disease is the number one killer in America. You know, that's terrible. But what is, what is the, uh, what causes heart disease? <laughs> you know, I got to look into this stuff because I'm like, well, if heart disease is worse than Joe Rogan, I definitely want to uh, try and avoid that. And apparently the uh, leading cause of health disease or heart disease, excuse me, is a poor diet, you know, like, uh, like all that shitty food that they spend millions and millions of dollars advertising to you day after day, minute after minute, you know, that stuff is apparently the most dangerous thing in the world, or at least in America right now, is eating poorly and having your heart diseased and then slowly rot away in your chest while the rest of your body is still alive. <laughs> People who smoke also uh, up there too, you know what I mean? But Joe Rogan has to be worse than that, right? What's the number two? Cancer is the second one. Still not Joe Rogan on here. As far as dangerous things that are killing people in America. Number one is heart disease. Two is cancer. Still not Joe Rogan. Well, how do you get cancer? From tobacco and alcohol? Hmm. Another, another industry that spends millions and millions and millions of dollars every year shoving it in your face, alcohol, will slowly kill you. But not Joe Rogan. Not yet, anyway. Maybe he's number three. Accidents. Damn, unintentional injuries are number three, the number three leading of death here in America. Still not up to Joe Rogan yet. That includes motor vehicle traffic deaths. Again, another industry that spends millions and millions and millions of dollars shoving their shit in your face, saying that you need it, kills more people than Joe Rogan. Chronic lower respiratory diseases. That's number four, stroke. All this has to do with kind of bad diet, Alzheimer's disease. That's number six. That kills people. Damn. I didn't know that. Again, personal genes, lifestyle, blah, 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 blah. Diabetes. Number seven. That's the, the seventh leading cause of death in America. We still haven't hit Joe Rogan yet. You know, as dangerous as he is, diabetes is somehow worse. And how do you get diabetes? You're fucking eating sugar. You know? Right? I don't know. <laughs> Eat healthy grains, exercise, yada, yada, yada. Basically, yeah, again, 
something they spend billions of dollars advertising to you that kills you slowly. Candy, sugar, all that shit. The number 10, number 10. Number 10. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to present this. The 10th, the 10th most dangerous thing to people's health in America is suicide. Okay? You know? Again, another million dollar industry. They spend millions and millions of dollars shoving beautiful, beautiful people in your face. Rich people in your face. Face. I can't even say face. To make you feel like your life isn't good enough. You know? To make you feel like you aren't good enough. That's how advertising works. Is if you do something or buy this, your life will be fulfilled. You know what I mean? And then it's not. And then you buy all that shit and you're not fulfilled. And then you kill yourself. So, surprising that none of those things are Joe Rogan. <laughs> Even though he's the most dangerous man in America. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, people? It's all nonsense. It's all a bunch of hoopla. They're trying to, uh, it's just, they're coming, they got Trump. They took Trump off Twitter. They got Alex Jones off uh, YouTube. So now they're trying to get Spotify to fucking dump Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? Why are they doing that? Because the three people that I just listed, they're strong white men. <laughs> people can't handle. You can't handle having a strong white fella <laughs> in society. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, no, it's because those three people in particular, like there's no corporate. I mean, Donald Trump is definitely, maybe there was some corporate advertising behind him but overall alex jones you know he built his own fucking media platform and joe rogan is pretty much the same thing you know they don't they're not owned by pfizer they're not owned by these giant fucking companies that own fucking everything you know what i mean so they don't have to tow the bullshit and talk about the nonsense and the lies that everybody wants to talk about you know what i mean they don't have to talk about fucking uh Kim Kardashian and Kanye West and Pete Davidson and all that shit. Shit that nobody gives a fuck about, right? But you'll see it on the fucking evening news as if it somehow is important and affects your life. You know? The only way Alex Jones would talk about those people is if he was talking about them being demons <laughs> and reptilians. <laughs> He'd make it fun. Do you guys get what I'm saying? I'm just fucking talking nonsense. I feel like I don't even know what I'm talking about, really. I just think that people are coming for Joe Rogan because uh, he just says what the fuck. He does what the fuck he does. You know what I mean? And that's even like my fucking shit just got whatever a couple weeks ago got pulled down from Instagram for no reason, you know, because I'm fucking around. But they said it was dangerous and all that shit. That's the notification I got from Instagram. So maybe that's what bugs me, you know? Is Joe Rogan the smartest man in America? Yeah. <laughs> we can all, I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> He's not, but they're crucifying him. I know that. It's just an interesting thing because we're losing, I don't know, we're losing the ability to have like an individual narrative in our own life. You know what I mean? To have our own philosophies and and speak whatever we want to people don't want that and i don't why is that why is why why is joe rogan such a big deal right now you know what i mean if he's as dumb 
and as ignorant as everybody says he is that opposes him, why is he such a big fucking deal right now? It's fascinating. It's fascinating to watch people try to tear this dude down. And it's like, you know, you swing and you miss. You go COVID misinformation. Everyone's like, ah, we don't give a shit. Well, it's like, well, we'll take our shit off Spotify. And it's a bunch of nobodies that nobody gives a shit about anyway. Which, by the way, did you all see there's some, apparently there's a company that owns 50% of Neil Young's catalog. It's a company, there's a UK company that is partnered with a company called Blackstone. So Blackstone is somehow owns Neil Young's fucking 50% of Neil Young's catalog, right? And it just so happens, I had to look all this shit up, people. I looked all this shit up and I don't know if it's going to make any sense, but this is what Blackstone is, right? Blackstone is the world's largest alternative asset, (laughs) fuck. Blackstone is the world's largest alternative asset manager. We seek to create positive economic impact and long-term value for our investors. The companies we invest in and the communities which we work, we do this by using extraordinary people and flexible capital to help companies solve problems. Our $684 billion in assets under management include investment vehicles focused on private equity, real estate, public debt, and equity. Life sciences, growth equity, opportunistic non-investment grade credit, real assets, and secondary funds on a global basis. So they invest, it sounds like, in fucking everything, right? They own a little bit of Motel 6, all that shit. But they also own some of uh, Neil Young's fucking catalog. And it just so happens, right? It just so happens that... uh, I got to make sure I'm saying this right. If not, I'm going to I'm going to look like an idiot anyway. There's a dude who works for Blackstone who used to work for Pfizer, right? I'm trying to find it. Fuck, I lost the goddamn thing. Here it is. I'm trying to look up all this shit, but then I just realized I just set myself paragraphs of nothing that uh that are in order. But anyway, the point is okay, In August of 2020, Blackstone hired Jeff Kindler as a senior advisor and that Kindler used to be the chairman and CEO of Pfizer, right? But apparently he left Pfizer in like 2011 and they hired this new, this new company hired him in, uh, in 2020. So I took that from Snopes and the guy who wrote that is all like, that was so long ago. He clearly has no connection to Pfizer ever again. You know what I mean? Or he clearly has no, he clearly has no connection to Pfizer anymore. You know, that was like 10 years ago or whatever it is. But uh, that's like the excuse that everybody has for everything. You know what I mean? That was what, whenever George, was it George H.W., the first one ran for president? He used to be the head of some like, like the CFR or some shit like that. He was a head of some fucking corporate fucking group. You know what I mean? But his whole thing when he was running, because people would ask him about that shit back then, go, what are your ties to this, 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 and that, and the other, you know what I mean? And he's like, uh, I quit every business thing I was involved in to focus on one thing, and that was running for the president of the United States, right? So, of course, everybody goes, great, he's a good man because, you know, he cut ties with all those dirty, corrupt corporate people, you know what I mean? So now he can run for president. And then as soon as he's done, you know, he's back with his buddies. So it's also like, I don't know, the fact that you, the, a Pfizer CEO, you know what I mean? That's a very elite position to begin with. That like, just because you haven't worked for the company in 10 years, like you probably, you don't have stock in the company. You know what I mean? 
you have no stock in the company. You don't have any stake in how that company is doing, you know? So if you have investments, I guess, in Spotify or whatever, it's just conspiracy, whatever it is that this guy, the company that owns Neil Young's, 50% of Neil Young's catalogs, a company called Blackstone. Also, uh, the uh, senior advisor for them used to be the CEO of Pfizer. That's all. <laughs> you know what I mean? What that has to do with anything? I don't know, people. I don't know. Just something fun. Just something fun for you to maybe think about. And uh, if you'd like to know about this Blackstone company, real quick, and then we'll get to the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way. Because uh, this is, I feel like this has become a lot of nonsense today. <laughs> Let's see here. In 2019, a United Nations report found that Blackstone's massive purchasing of single-family homes after the financial crisis from 2007 to 2008 had devastating consequences. The report alleged that Blackstone had abused tenants with exorbitant, exorbitant fees, rent hikes, and aggression eviction practices, and that Blackstone's real estate practices had disappropriate impact on communities of color, in part because the company targeted foreclosures resulting from subprime loans. So this company, right, Blackstone, that owns 50% of uh, Neil Young's catalog, wants Spotify to drop, drop Joe Rogan, and now Joe Rogan's racist, but this company literally kicked black people out of their homes. So, again, take it all with a grain of salt, people, but it is fascinating what they're doing with Joe Rogan right now as far as trying to just take him down. I sound like a Joe Rogan defender, don't I? I'm just in favor of anybody saying anything that they want at any point in time. You know, there are people who think you should be responsible with the things you say. And, uh, you know, I agree with that too, to a degree. But I think you should be able to say whatever you want, whenever you want. You know, even if it is truly hateful. I've said it before on this podcast, man. I'm a proponent of hate speech. I'd rather have you be hateful out in the open than hiding in the shadows being hateful, man. Any and every day of the week. A hundred percent. Because you give all these people the handbook of things they should say and shouldn't say and how they need to behave. And then they act accordingly. They speak accordingly. And then one day they snap. You know what I mean? Because they're living lies. Because they want to be considered a good person. But, you know, the best way to infiltrate any system is to uh, pretend you're part of it. You know what I mean? That's why all these male feminists, all these people are like, rah, rah, women are great. You know, they're out here drugging fucking ladies and all that shit, acting creepy, you know. But me, fuck y'all bitches, dumb whores. <laughs> but you ain't got to worry about me sneaking around. <laughs> At the very least. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding with that. Just have a little bit of fun. But it is, you know. Again, interesting. And same thing with racist people. It's like, let them be. If people are racist, you should. I think we should let them be racist. You know? Especially more outwardly, too. I think you might learn more being an outwardly racist person than just sitting in, in your home and being a quiet racist. You know what I mean? If you truly are racist, I think you should be able I think you should bring that out in the open. You know? Let people hear it. You might have to deal with some consequences of that, but... Again, I'd rather have people being their worst, being their true selves. I don't want to say their worst self because that's not necessarily the right word for it, you know? 
I'd rather have people speaking their truth, as people like to say nowadays, speaking what is true to them and what is in their heart rather than, you know, going by this fucking playbook and pretending to care about people, which is all these fucking politicians and fucking corporate assholes do. You know what I mean? Every CEO of every company tells all their employees that they care about them, but they don't. They care about stock prices. They care about money. They care about their own fucking bank account. So as soon as stocks dip, all those people that you told them, fuck, at the Christmas party, hey, you're the best workers. We can't wait to have a bright 10-year future with you. I know fucking four of you are going to retire in the next two years. We've been so happy. Thank you for all the hard work you've put in. As soon as that stock dips, fucking Bertha and everybody else who's about to retire can hit the fucking bricks, bro. But they don't say that, you know? They say, oh, you're great and all this shit. But they were just honest and go, hey, Bertha, if that stock dips, I know you're two years, you're very close to retiring, but we don't want to fucking pay you until you die. So you can either die next year or we're going to kick you the fuck out. You know what I mean? That's the truth of it. That's the truth of these motherfuckers, you know? Same thing with the politicians. They don't give a fuck about any of you. But they pretend to and we keep buying it. You know what I mean? Because they got the playbook. They know what to say. They know what to do. And they just walk that line. You know? Joe Biden was racist too. Did you all see that? (laughs) This podcast too fucking long. But did you all see? It's just crazy. People are so fucking insane. You know? Because it's it's clearly, okay. If Joe Rogan saying the N-word is a problem, you know, and not Joe Biden, then we can agree that it is not the word. It depends on who's saying it. Is that what we're saying? Which has, I think, always been the thing, you know. But even then, I don't know. I don't know. That's a fucking, that's just a a weird road to go down. But it's also funny as soon as people are like, let's put a compilation of Joe Rogan using the N-word. And then people are like, well, here's a compilation or here's a clip of Joe Biden also using it. So what are we doing now? You know, is it terrible? I, I fucking, again, say whatever is in your heart. But you're going to have to deal with those repercussions. I know that. I know that. But it's like, is the word racist? Is the word in and of itself racist? Are are there racist words? Are there hateful words? Or are there, I think, I, I just, actions seem to be worse to me. You know, again, you got the playbook of what you can and cannot say. So is everybody who doesn't use the N-word not racist? Is that what that means? We're just walking this weird line of what if you what you're supposed to say and what you're not or what you're not supposed to say to be a good person and almost what you're supposed to say to be a good person. So what are we doing, man? What the fuck is anybody? None of it makes sense. We're fucking diluting the language to where nothing makes sense and everything's just confusing. So whatever. I think people should be able to say whatever the fuck they want all the time. No matter what. No matter what. Who gives a shit? use the context around what is being said to then formulate what that person means. But we don't do that. We don't give anybody a chance to listen to anybody ever. You know, we listen on the surface. We hear the words, but we don't listen to what people are fucking saying. Cause you can't, that's not something you hear. It's a feeling, you know what I mean? Anyway, Jesus Christ, what the fuck happened today? Jackass four Theo Vaughn's pants and fucking, Free speech or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. It's very, very confusing. What a time to be alive, people. What a fucking time to be alive. God damn.
Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way. I think it does bug me because that clip got pulled down. And I'm not like, oh, I'm, they're trying to censor. Like, I'm not being singled out, like, individually. You know what I mean? I'm nobody. But it does bug me that we're losing any sight of context. And I somehow I feel a part of that now. Just because that clip got taken down from Instagram. You know what I mean? I've even... <laughs> I posted something about Joe Rogan being the smartest man in the world <laughs> on Instagram, which is clearly like, I, I mean, I'm fucking around all day, but you can see all these pussy ass comics from all over the country that never fucking, that I haven't talked to in fucking who knows how long all these fucking weak pussy ass comics want to make comments and send messages and shit like that. Never congratulated me ever when I'm proud of things that I do and things that I accomplish. But as soon as I say Joe Rogan is the smartest man in America, it's like, oh, this is disgusting. You're gross, blah, blah, blah. It's like, go fuck yourselves, you fucking bums. You fucking nobodies. Get the fuck out of here with that stupid shit. <laughs> I love it. I think I'm going to do my best to start fucking bugging people and not even intentionally, you know, because I've done the thing. I played the game. You know what I mean? I understand the game of, Cause it's entertainment. It's the comedy world. You know, you got to fucking walk on eggshells around everybody. Cause everyone's a fucking bitch. <laughs> so rather than keep uh, walking on the eggshells, I might just run my fucking mouth some more. I think that might be a little bit more fun uh, in the next coming years. So we'll see what happens. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way. Am I having a breakdown here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> tiger videos are back people y'all know i've been waiting for a good fucking tiger video and god damn it it's back and it's exciting coming from the great website world star hip-hop <laughs> i feel like such fucking trash that i still go to world star every day but i do they got the best tiger videos man uh very short video very fun video people always love to fuck with tigers man and i love i love when tigers have had enough of people's shit. This tiger was in a cage and uh, it looked like apparently the guy, a guy got in the cage with the tiger and it looked like he was pretty familiar with the tiger, pretty comfortable around it. And uh, he felt comfortable around it enough to let it kind of bite his neck. Like a play bite. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're playing, we're playing. And then all of a sudden the tiger, he started to Play a little bit more, you know what I mean? And then you could see the fear in the man <laughs> as he realized he might be dead here in a second. He might have fucked up and this tiger might crush his fucking whole neck, you know? So he starts hitting the tiger like, hey, you got to let go. And the more he kind of, the more he hits the tiger, the more aggressive the tiger gets, you know? So it's just a great video of a fella sticking his neck in a tiger's mouth which is probably the worst place you could stick your neck. It's among, okay, tiger mouth, that's a bad place for your neck. A bear mouth would be terrible. Shark mouth, those are probably the top three mouths you don't want to be uh, sticking your neck into. And my ex-wife. <laughs> we still got it, baby. We still got it. <laughs> but the video ends before you see if the guy gets free or if the tiger you know, does what it's supposed to do and bees a fucking tiger. But it's a great video. Click the link in the in the description if you want to see a man 
realize that he fucked up real bad. It's fantastic. Wonderful. Hey, hope we had some fun today. Thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. This was a long one. This will probably be edited pretty well because there was a point in the middle where I felt like I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. I was trying to make points that weren't that uh, well thought out. But either way, I want to thank you for having some fun with me today. <laughs> and I would also like to thank but Top Shelf Grind Coffee for being a sponsor of this great podcast. Go click the link in the description right now and use the promo code 10JoeKelly when you check out and they'll save 10% off of all their roast on Amazon right now. That offer is good through February 28th. So get your coffee this week. Again, click the link in the description. The code 10JOEKELLEY gets you 10% off all roasts of Top Shelf Grind Coffee over at Amazon. Hey, thanks for checking it out, everybody. We'll see. We'll see how we'll see how everything goes. All right? I can't promise much, but we'll see. We'll see how the world turns out next week okay thanks for checking out the podcast everybody hope we had some fun take care of yourself take care of somebody else i'll catch you around real soon all right later